TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for episode 469 here. And as always, I am joined by Australia's, if not the world's, number one wellness expert. He is, I call him my brother from another mother, but if you ask him this morning, he is probably Tiger Woods' most least threatening golf opponent. <laughs> he is Dr. Damien Christoph. He's in a world of hurt at the moment. DJK, how are you going, great man? PC, PC, I'm great. You know, look, a bad day, a bad day at golf is not the worst day in the world. I've got to tell you. And and you know, a lot of people say a bad day, a bad day at golf is better than a day in the office. But I can't say that because I love my work. I love doing what I do. So everything I do every single day, I love doing what I do. So I feel very blessed. Um, and this is most certainly. One of the highlights of my week oh. to join you, Piercy, in another episode of 100 Not Out. And nine years and one day is what Helen Pocock wants to call this one. It's probably nine years and one week. And one week. One week. One That's, week. It. That's it. it. It's so we're so regular. It feels like it's one day, but it's just one week. If we were as irregular as before the dip, it could be. <laughs> Nine years down the track and we're at our 52nd episode or something. Something like that. Well, there are some rules in podcasting or in marketing yes. and I break all of them except for except for 100 Not Out. Yes. And that is consistency because people like reliability and from a, a media sense, you like to know when you're listening to the breakfast show or the afternoon show or the evening show, you know your hosts, you know you get a relationship with them, you feel like you know them and we, we do feel like that with a number of our loyal 100 Not Outers. Um but then on the flip, and one of one of our great achievements, Damo, is every Monday morning for nine years, an episode has come out. You know, give or take a couple of random internet issues. But then on the flip side, when an episode of Before the Dip drops, or or another podcast that anyone listening to this may love, where that podcast is an irregular publisher, mm-hmm. you do get a little spike of endorphins rush through you, just like when I come back with a surprise gift for my kids or my wife they get a spike of excitement (laughs) that they wouldn't get if it was expected every monday morning at 6 a.m it's true only to be disappointed when they start listening right no i'm joking (laughs) doesn't happen on before the dip (laughs) only joking i do i do get that little spike oh my gosh oh my gosh there's a new episode i I like i love listening to Mm -hmm. before the dip it is actually uh one of the only podcasts i listen to but I do listen to some golf podcasts, surprisingly. Um, I do. Um, Chasing Chasing Scratch is one of them. The Par Train is another one. Um, so I do like listening to them. And even though sometimes that is ramble, I think to myself, sometimes we ramble and people still listen to us PC. Um, they do, which is – and the more we talk about golf, I feel like the, the quicker people – golf and football. They, they, we should keep them more private, but we want you to know how much we love certain things in our That's lives. That's who we are. That's, That's who we are. Take us or leave us. We're becoming less apologetic as we get older. Uh, there are some podcasts out there that come on and go, we don't care what any of our listeners think. This podcast is for us and we're just doing it for fun. And we are becoming probably more and more like that as we get older. I don't know if that's 
Cro- crotchety, crotchety, crotchety. What? <laughs> what's the word? But we just crotchety. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd love to talk to you about this. I am beginning to um, uh, feel. I don't. I almost feel embarrassed. Embarrassed is not the word. Um, vulnerable is not the word. Uh, but anyway, I'm beginning to recognise um, that that getting older. And you're going to laugh at this because you are a, a cycle of seven older than I am. So don't take this in a, in a not a condescending way. Don't be condescending. I'm being vulnerable here, people. So just please be, bear with me for a minute. I'm beginning to feel, I'm beginning to understand more yeah. what people feel like when they are getting older and things are getting harder. So the easy example is definitely exercise and physical Vitality now, granted, and I pr- probably need to be a little bit kinder to myself. I am twelve or thirteen weeks post uh, broken hip, but I'm like, gosh, the the inertia I must overcome to get back into some level of peak shape, whatever you, whatever, and that's a different different definition for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weighing on me a bit, but it also it also I think allows me to empathise more with people that also feel like i think i think a lot of people find movement their achilles heel in their in their health um (laughs) but i'm beginning to empathize with that a lot more because i'm finding it harder than i probably thought i would to get back on the horse so to speak um with this so yeah so that that's it i don't know where we go with that but but I well, thought it was a conversation worth having. Heel because um, coming off calf injury, um, some would say that that's pretty close to the Achilles. And, um, and you know, Ravi and Murray the other day were talking about me being very good at nutrition but clearly um, not very good at exercise is what they said. And, uh, that's, and they said that's that rough. I mustn't have learned much about running in my junior years because why would you, you know, start out trying to sprint and be as fast as what you possibly could? But that wasn't what I was trying to do. I was trying to keep up with my son, Jackson. You know, like I was chasing. I was chasing youth. That's what I was doing, chasing youth. <laughs> literally, and, uh, literally and, we're chasing and, youth. And isn't that what everyone wants to do, chase youth? Um, and of course, with that came an explosion of the calf muscle, and uh, not from being massive, but just from being too skinny and rigid, and um, and so it tore, and that was my Achilles heel. But I, what I can tell you is that when it's pointed out to you that you're doing something wrong, um, or that you could do something better, it's wise to listen to that. I have to say, uh, and so I, th- I w- I've been thinking about okay, so now I'm back into running again. I'm not going to go as hard and fast as what I was in the early days of my last running period i'm going to go at it uh, at a more moderate i suppose uh pace until i get my fitness up and then i'll probably go a little bit harder and and then try and keep up with jackson um but he is 26 years my junior so you know fair enough he he should be able to handle it so what i'm saying there is is that there's lessons to be learned and that's what 100 not out is it's a lesson book of of learn of 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 learned bits <laughs> of lessons um, that that we've been able to get from people um, along the way, but even just from our own perspectives to consider where we've come from in terms of our perspectives. Um, but, you know, what's Wendy Adams taught us and Helen Pocock taught us and Pete Lennon taught us and, you know, all of our great guests and people that, you know, we've interviewed through the years and people that, you know, continue to interact with us uh, online and on Facebook and send us messages and emails like Ravi and 
Andrea and you know the list goes on if you think about it there's so many people that just you know do continue to to connect with us and and and, and reach out to us but I think about people as they uh, learn their lessons and what they take from that and uh, and that helps me learn lessons and, and take from that too so um, it's it's a great thing to do PC what have you learned you know obviously you fell off a skateboard um, and smashed your hip broke your hip it, for me I keep going how did you do that? You are, are you the unluckiest human being in the world, or do you have really brittle bones? Like that's kind of. No one's I'm told thinking. me I have really brittle bones, but both of my both of my falls have been, both of the both of my injuries have been old people injuries in a young person's body. But but no no bone density or surgeon has ever. I think it's just been flush hit. So anyway, but what I would like, I'd like to I'd like to answer the question with a question. Yes. Right? Can you tell me what you learned? Um, well, I want to ask you this because I think. What I'm and and I know last week and today I think I'm having difficulty expressing myself properly. But this is what I want to know: okay. you have physically improved your vitality as you've yeah. got older, and a yeah. lot of people have great difficulty with this because there's a belief amongst many in society that as I get older, um, it is harder to be stronger. Uh, to have vitality, uh, we look at we look at movies, and it's all about people in their twenties and thirties. And then you know we'll go on and interview people in their sixties and seventies and eighties who are defying a lot of those things. But you are someone you've said it many times before. When we started this podcast with you, age thirty nine, yeah. to you now, aged forty eight, forty eight, yeah. Um, For now, you feel better physically than you did then but I'm sure and correct me if I'm wrong that there were times in the last nine years where you were like well I I, I can definitely tell that I'm getting older That's and and of course that's an obvious thing like the days keep going but how have you mastered that because you are the exceptional with that just like Sister Madonna Buddha is or Jan Smith is but how have you done it because for every one of you there's 99 or 98 that are like nah too old to you know get stronger faster leaner uh i i don't like stereotypes to be honest with you pc um i i've never really i've never liked a stereotype i don't like to be pigeonholed i certainly don't like to be thought of in a way that doesn't represent truly who i am you know and my brain would tell me that i am not as old as what my birthday counters would say i am so I think I'm younger than what I am, um, but then I hang around a lot of young people. And and I, th- I can't remember who we uh, interviewed, but we did interview somebody who said that, you know, in order to live a long time and feel younger, hang around with younger people. And uh, and I really love that. And so I hang around with, you know, a lot of people that are significantly younger than me, you know, t- some 20 years younger than me. And, and I can see what's possible that they can do. And then I think to myself, well, there's no reason why I can't do that. Mm. You know, I can still be strong. Um, I still can learn, you know, different things. Um, and and so I think I just try to, you know, challenge myself a little bit. And and I think also I'll put a bit of pressure on myself because I work in this health space and I still do a podcast which is very visible and we have, you know, close to, what is it, three and a half million subscribers or something. I um, oh, about six million, six million now. Six million, yeah. six million subscribers. I, I feel 
like I have a responsibility to take care of myself um, and live a long time. You know what I mean? So it's a bit of pressure that I put on myself. And so I try to live up to what it is that maybe I've created as a persona, but not so much a stereotype, mm. if that makes sense. Because the stereotype would be, how does a 48-year-old man look? You know, 48-year-old, middle-aged, white male, how does he present himself? Well, mm. that's that's not how I want to present myself. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep on trying harder. This is so good. I love this. So I've written down the company you keep. Yes. For all of our listeners. It's like right now, think of the company that you keep and, and what their beliefs and views are on physical health as you get older and how, like you said, Damo, how does the 48-year-old, 48 48 and you can insert the number for however old you are, listener out there, and and then think of the company that you keep and what their views are on physical health and vitality at an age. That is really, I love that. I love that. And I think as I, I'm someone that actually spends a lot of time more with older people and I've always loved that. I have loved spending time with older people. I feel like it helps me learn and grow. But then I also go, well, maybe if I spent some more time with younger people, it may it may strengthen a muscle that I'm kind of working with at the moment to actually drive harder to get stronger, leaner. No, it's not even that. It's just more recovered to heal, 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 heal better. Um, yeah, yeah I really, that's really, that really has uh, bells have gone off. Love it. Yeah, well, I definitely have better conversations with people that are older than me. I think, I think that's something I could safely say. I thoroughly enjoy all the conversations that I have um, and I learn a lot from everybody that I have a conversation with regardless of their age. I'm always continually trying to learn from people and understand their perspectives and, and all that sort of thing. Um, but when you hang around with younger people, you see what's possible mm. um, and, I, and, and I love that. You know, mm. I love seeing people with huge amounts of talent, very young, doing stuff and I go, oh, wow, yeah, that's possible. You know, even hanging out with Carl Broccoli yesterday and hearing what he's up to, and I think, oh, my gosh. That you realize he's only 21. It's phenomenal. I know. And that life is just possible. You know, you kind of go, oh, my gosh, that life's possible. Um, and so it, it, it does definitely um, challenge me to be, um, you know, I suppose always changing and different, you know, rather than actually just, you know, getting stuck in a groove and only doing what it is that I feel comfortable doing. I'll, I'll do things that are uncomfortable, but I love everything that I do, if you know what I mean. Mm, absolutely so do you then you know looking at this from a and i love that you've brought up the word stereotypes because when i think of that i also think of for for most of again thinking that aging and ageism is is well ageism i would i would say is rife in society and then that then would mean that we experience it a lot as human beings we see it whether it's on tv or whether it's in conversations or in whatever it is that we're reading or consuming do you find it do you find yourself um like constantly having to defy it or do you feel like it's just become uh, a way of life that you are you are just not not um adopting you and not buying into the stereotype do you find that it's like a way of or what i'm saying is do you have to be really vigilant with it or do you feel like it's just who you are now it's not something you have to think of all the time yeah i think it's who i am now pc yeah for sure and you know you and i've read a lot of self-help books uh you've even written one of the best (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no, don't, don't. It's okay. I've done that on every other episode. <laughs> where's, where's my real? Thanks copy? to everyone at Vita who's been buying that too, because um, it's nice. I appreciate your support and your random little photos of people buying the book down there. So thank you. It really is an incredible book, but. We've read a lot of self-help books and we've been to lots of self-help seminars, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I think that that helps to shame, uh, shame, shape your brain um, and and prepare it for change. And you can continue to go to the self, you do all the self-help stuff. And the only thing it will do is kind of train your brain or get it ready to reshape mm. and, to, and to do stuff. And obviously action is what makes it all happen. So, um, you know, for me, I have to continue to learn, and I love learning. But you know, to challenge my body is really good. So it's the application, you know, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's self-help happens once you finish the event or stop, finish learning, whatever it is, and then you go and do it. Yeah, totally. I mean, but that's just my perspective. But I'd be very, I'm very interested, PC, because you've been able to translate what you've learned and write it into another book. Um, and you know, let's face it, there's not many original thoughts left on the planet. You know, most people have borrowed something from somebody else, re- rewritten it, repurposed it. But to have written such an incredible text as you have, if you haven't, if you haven't read Marcus's book, then there's no way you're going to be exceptional. If you don't you read the read book, Marcus. read the forward. It was incredible. <laughs> but read Marcus's book, get a copy of it. It's unbelievable. But to have translated that, that would mean to me that you must have learnt something along the way in order to translate that. So I would love to know um, what, if why are you hanging around still, not not still. Why are you hang around so many older people? What do you get from hanging around old people, older people? What do you get from that interaction? Because. You know, well, I, I think I you hit the nail on the head earlier. It's the conversation. Like I'm a, I'm a, a, I'm a conversation addict. You know, yeah. I just love. Yeah. I just feel like the people that I hang around with, which just uh, seem to be older, is um, we can just there's no airs and graces. It's just so easy to converse. But I, you know, the, when I listen to you talk, I'm like, okay, yeah, I agree. Like, hundred percent the. The stimulation you get from those social interactions with older Peter, older people, maybe I'm top heavy in, because then I go to the physio and I see next door to the physio is a boxing, you know, gym, it's a boxing class, you yeah. know, and and the, and the demographic there is younger, you know, maybe it's 25 to 34, whatever, and I'm like, there's nothing stopping me from going in there, nice. and actually and actually being a part of it. Um, and instead of just only going to the physio, like really in an ideal sense, the uh, physio is a 50-year-old, great man. We could talk all day um, and, you know, obviously he helps me with my hip. But then it's like the other side of the coin I think I'm probably deficient on, which I think a lot of us could agree that we, as we get older, we are maybe not. And obviously I've got the very young age of, as well with, with young children. But I know that 20... 20 to 30, 35 demographic, I don't spend much time with at all. And I think from a physical vitality perspective, like you said, they challenge you and they are, they what did you say earlier? Like they broaden your horizons or they, you said something and it was like, yeah, they, they make you think outside the box. Whereas you spend time with older they show people. You what's possible. They show you what's possible. Yeah. And when, and when you're with older people, well, you're not typically talking about, what's possible with your physical body unless you're interviewing them on 100 not out 
Uh, you're not. You're normally talking about other things, so I think that's been a really good eye opener. And again, I feel like, uh, as cliche as it sounds, if I'm having these awakenings from what Damo's saying, I think a lot of people listening, uh, you know, would be wise to question themselves on who are you spending your time with in terms of older than you, younger than you, what demographic, what age group are you not really spending much time with, um, and then what are the, you know, what what are the effects of that? And I think definitely, physically speaking, I would I would get a lot out of spending more time with people in that younger demographic. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon you will. Mm. I reckon you will. I'd love to know that you've joined the boxing class, mate. That'd be unbelievable. I think that'd be... Uh, it's even, that'd yeah, be well, super- Pilates is the other thing that I'm like, you know, yeah. that's definitely one that I, I just know my body needs Pilates. So Yeah. Well, Sam, Samantha Jinx Butler says, I love hanging out with my 20-year-old children peers. Um, they're so brave and they enhance her bravery, mm. which I think is really cool because that's kind of true because when you see what's possible, um, in order to try and do what you see that they're doing, you've got to be brave because mm. as you're, if you're a bit older, um, you know, let's say it's 25 or 30 years or 40 or 50 years older than someone else that you've, you're actually observing do some, you know, some great things, it, it takes some bravery to kind of go and, you know, attempt to do that. Um, and then when you realize that you can pull it off, it's actually unbelievably cool. Mm. It's cool. Yeah, love it, love it. Well, this has been a great chat, as they always are on yes. 100 Not Out, when you and I get to uh, mature our friendship on our podcast and we get to have our <laughs> private conversations in the public realm. That's right. Uh, we absolutely love it. We hope you, our wonderful listeners, have too. If you love the wisdom that Damo has just shared, uh, watch the company that you keep, look at their age um, and be challenged uh, by people that you hang around, particularly the younger demographic. Go to Damo's website. There's so much more wisdom there, DamienChristoph.com or stalk him at Vita Lifestyles, Sandringham. <laughs> Go down there, bang the door down and book an appointment with Australia's greatest chiropractor. Um, for more of myself, head on over to MarcusPierce.com.au and until next time, As always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.